0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Number one podcast for women. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is Monday, July 26, 2010. Plus Model Radio is a proud media sponsor of the Fuller Woman Expo, Saturday, September 18th, in downtown Detroit. The keynote speaker for the event will be the fabulous Kim Coles. For more information, visit the FullerWomanExpo.com. And the celebrity host, Of Hollywood now, Love Your Body Day has been announced, and if you haven't heard already, it's America's Next Top Model, Whitney Thompson. The event will be held October 22nd through the 24th in West Hollywood, and for more information, visit www.loveyourbodyday.com. And as always, we've got a fantastic show for you this evening. We will hear from our Plus Model Radio contributors, Madeline, telling us about all the exciting things Plus Model Magazine has going on and the Plus industry. Plus, we'll hear from Supermodel Sage answering your modeling questions. And coming up later on the show are Tiana Smalls from VH1's What Chili Wants, entertainer and activist Lynx garcia But up first is Sid and Monique. Sid and Monique are two plus-size fashion bloggers based in Los Angeles. Sid's blog is Sid's Style File, and Monique's blog is Curves and Chaos. They recently joined forces to create L.A. Fashion Bloggers. And no, I'm not mispronouncing it. Fashion stands for Fat Plus fashion, and their first event is coming up this weekend in Los Angeles, and they're going to tell us more about it. Welcome to the show, Sid and Monique. Hi, ladies. Are you there? Hello. Hello. So how are you both doing this evening?
2: Well, thank you. Good.
1: I'm doing good. Good. Well, I want you two to tell me how you got started blogging and a little bit about both of your blogs.
2: Okay. You want to go first, Sid? (laughs) You go ahead. Okay. Well, this is Monique. Um, I have always loved um, fashion and magazines and stuff like that, and I've always been a curvy girl. So, you know, growing up, I didn't see a lot of girls in the magazines that looked like me, but I still loved fashion and and all of that. So um, I graduated from college with a degree in um, communications and it was really hard for me to find a job at first, so I decided to um, start a blog. And what I originally started with was a blog called Urbanista, and I would still write about kind of the same stuff, you know, fashion and, and stuff like that from a Los Angeles girl point of view. And then I started thinking, wait a minute, why don't I blog about the clothes that I actually wear instead of clothes that by designers of stuff that I don't wear, and so um, one day I just decided to create Curves and Chaos, and that's how that started for me.
1: And so you said you um, couldn't find a job, so you started blogging. So did you start blogging for a source of income or because you had a lot of free time on your hands?
2: <laughs> well, at first it was I had a lot of free time, but I wanted to just write. I wanted to be able to um, just be able to write on the Internet and just kind of I love the Internet. I think it's the greatest invention ever. So I just wanted to be able to write, and I started finding all these wonderful blogs out there. And um, I just kind of wanted to keep my skills in writing, so that's why I created that.
3: And
1: so, Sid, what about you? How did you get your start in blogging?
3: Um, I started blogging actually more as a hobby. I didn't really have a hobby, and I started reading blogs, and I came across blogs for, you know, plus-size, curvy girls. And one day I thought to myself, I really love fashion, and it's something that I've always been interested in. And I said, why not? Why not start my own blog and and see what comes of it? And I just started connecting with other bloggers, and here I am today. That's actually how I met Monique was through her blog.
1: Yes. So besides (laughs) being bloggers, are either of you – active in the plus-size community? Did you know there was a plus-size community before blogging?
3: Um, go ahead, Sid. I was going to say um, I did know about it. I wasn't too familiar with it. I had heard little bit of things here and there, but I wasn't too active in it until I started blogging.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's the same for you, Monique?
3: Yeah, it's the same for me. Um, you know,
2: I... I knew about it i you know my mom she's a curvy girl too so um i knew about the fashion and the stores and stuff like that and um i just didn't like i said earlier like i was blogging about fashion but i was blogging about straight sizes and i was thinking why am i writing about straight sizes? i don't even wear straight sizes i have to you know you know just um be more not comfortable but you know, I just figured like this is what I love and I wear plus size so that's what I'm gonna do so
1: Right. So it was just natural that it happened that way. Yes. So <laughs> there's so many blogs out right now. Everybody has a blog. So
2: mm-hmm. how do you
1: keep your content on your site unique and fresh when it's it's so many plus size blogs out right now?
3: Well, um, I can answer that. I think for me Um, I noticed one thing when I started blogging, there wasn't as many as there is now. I started about a year and a half ago, but I noticed that a lot of the plus-size fashion bloggers were a lot younger, Um, teens, early 20s, and I'm in my 30s, and I didn't see too many plus-size bloggers that were 30 plus, so that's kind of, um, I would say, my niche. Not only am I a curvy plus-size girl, but I'm a little bit older, so... My fashion sense is a little bit different than right. So a lot of the ones that are there, I would wouldn't say. be the
1: same outfits that the younger bloggers are wearing.
3: yes, because you know there's a lot of things that I see on other blogs that I really like, but I just you know it's a little too young for me, so I don't feel comfortable. So I have to kind of um, get something age appropriate. A moder- you know, modify it for my age and my comfort level. I still want to be fashionable and you know trendy, but my age.
1: And Monique, how do you keep your content unique and fresh?
2: Um, I get a lot of inspiration just from when I okay, I love to shop, so I get a lot of my inspiration from shopping and just kind of seeing what's out there. I love flipping through magazines and just kind of seeing what the trends are there, but I just write from what I love. I don't write on what other people are writing about. I write about things that I love which are which is shopping, um bargains. I love a good bargain. Um, you know, I just I write about what I want to write about. I don't write about what other people are writing about and stuff that catches my eye cuz my my thing is I'm blogging not just for like my blog is for for people out there, but I'm blogging about what I like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just like what whatever's the popular thing out at the moment. So, I just right. try to put um I try to put stuff out there that's just different and not what the mainstream people are blogging about. So that's so what how, I So
1: how did the L.A. fashion bloggers come about? Am I saying that right?
2: <laughs> yes, I have a problem, problem saying it at first, too. <laughs> <laughs> so L.A. fashion <laughs> bloggers. Well, Sid and I became friends through um, – well, actually, we were – I think started through Twitter <laughs> – Oh, yeah. And we we became friends that way, and we we've met up a couple of times, and we were speaking um, one time because we noticed that they had the um, a lot of different cities. Like I think, and they just had in in London last weekend. Some of the the bloggers from um, that area got together, and then there was the Young Fat and Fabulous conference, and those girls got together in New York, and so Sid and I just started talking and. We said, why don't we do something here in L.A.? You know, we know there's a couple of girls that we had met through Twitter and through our sites that are from Los Angeles, and we just figured why not get the girls together. We'll start off by doing something small, and that's how the event started. But we just wanted to kind of get to know the girls that were in our area.
1: So are you looking for more bloggers to join the group?
2: Um, we're open. We're open. We're not very, we're not being very restrictive on, on this um, group. Uh, We will take, you don't even have to be a blogger. We just love people that want to, or who are interested in plus size fashion. That's pretty much our goal with that.
1: So are there any requirements, like to be officially a part of the group and have the link included on your blog? How do you, it's just, you know, anybody that's in L.A. that's into plus-size fashion, or is specific requirements?
2: No, there's no specific requirement. Um, we're still kind of a work in progress, um, but, you know, if you love plus-size fashion, you live in Los Angeles, we would love to meet you at our event. Um, we just – there. We love everybody, so we're very open.
1: (laughs) But you turn no one away. (laughs) No,
2: no one. Even straight size, we don't care.
1: (laughs) So tell us about the upcoming shopping event that is this weekend, right?
3: Yes, on Saturday, um, July 31st at the Culver City um, Westfield Shopping Mall, and it will be at 11 a.m.
1: So what will the day look like? Are you well, I know anyone that wants to attend, the first thing you have to do is register through the website, right?
3: Yes, you can go to our website. Uh, Monique, you want to give them the website address? <laughs> yes, it's a little
2: long, but it's um, com, And there's also a link there that will send you to a Facebook um, page that um, Sid created and it actually would probably be better to do it that way just because that's where all the girls have already um RSVP'd. Um the day we we're, we're pretty much going to start out by meeting at 11 a.m. we're going to kind of just get to know each other and then we have a little um kind of like little a little thing for the girls that have already registered, that have pre-registered. We have a little something for them and we're going to go over and do a a personal like a little shopping um Not a personal shopping, but we're all going to go as a group, like a group shopping to Lane Bryant. And then after that, it's pretty much the girls are going to be able to walk around the mall. It's a pretty big mall, so they get to walk around. And then around, I believe it was 5 o'clock, we're going to meet for a meal, if anyone is interested to meet for the meal. So um, that's pretty much what the day is going to be like.
1: Oh, so everybody doesn't go from store to store to store together? You kind of disperse and then come back?
2: Well, right. you can. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you if you wanted to, we we would love to have everybody together. But if if not, they felt more comfortable. They're more than welcome to go ahead and go.
1: Okay. And so um, at five o'clock is the dinner. So maybe if somebody doesn't have money to come shop, maybe they could just come to
3: the dinner. That sounds good too. We would love to meet people. Um, I think for me, this is um, going to be an exciting day because I've never really had plus-size friends that I could shop with. All my friends have been smaller or thinner, so it's going to be exciting for me to actually have other women that I could shop with and, you know, share ideas and, you know, right, style. Right. And and just, it'll be fun.
1: So is this going to be the first of several events to come in L.A., shopping events and other things? Like, is this going to be an ongoing big, big thing that you have a vision of making?
3: I believe yeah. we have a vision, and we're hoping <laughs> that um, this event on Saturday will get a sense of um, what people are looking for, and, and if it's successful, then, yes, we definitely want to have more upcoming events and, and, you know, have more people join us as as the months go along.
1: And are you going to try to um, make a present? At different L.A. plus size events? Because I already told you that I want your group to be involved with love your Body day, so are you just trying to get like the l a fashion bloggers name as many places as possible?
2: yeah, that would be that would be yeah, that would be something that we would love to do, um you know, like right now, for Sid and I, we're just like kind of you know baby steps we're trying to kind of just get a feel for what um you know what girls are really or women are really interested in this, and, and we just kind of want to start to meet everybody. But, I mean, I already have an idea, like I was talking to Sid, that we would even love to do a clothing uh, swap in the future, you know, like yeah. a clothing and accessory swap. That's something that we'd love to do. So we're just kind of taking baby steps right now and just kind of seeing what's out there, and we would love to have a presence at plus-size events throughout, you know, Southern California it would be great.
1: So, if anybody um, has any ideas, events, or anything, and want to connect with you guys, what's the best way to do so?
3: Um, Through the blog. Yeah, through the blog. Go to the blog. You can subscribe um, or just leave us comments um, and let us know if you're interested or have ideas about either events that they may be working on or ideas about events that they would like us to possibly, you know, have in the future.
1: Well, that sounds good, ladies, and I will definitely be there this weekend to shop with you guys, yeah. although I don't need anything at all, but it's always good to shop.
2: <laughs> it's always good to shop. <laughs> it
1: is. And so tell us your personal websites, and, again, the website for the event so everybody knows how to
3: stay connected with you guys. Sure. Go ahead, Sid. <laughs> okay, Uh I'm Sid, and my blog is called uh, Sid Style File, and you can go to www.sidstylefile.com, and you could access uh, my email through there, or just leave me your comments, and um, I'll get back to you. Okay, and mine is um,
2: Curves and Chaos, and it's www.curvesandchaos.com I love feedback, so you can always leave me messages, or I have a contact page there also. And for LA Faction Bloggers, once again, it's LA Faction Bloggers.blogspot.com. And there is a, a contact section there also.
1: Well, thank you, ladies, for being on the show. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Yes. Thank you,
3: Shanice. Look forward to meeting you.
1: Thank, Thank you for having
2: you. us, and nice, nice talking to you.
1: You too. Bye-bye. Bye
2: bye. Bye.
1: And again, if you're interested in shopping this weekend, head over to their website and register for the shopping event this weekend in L.A. It's free, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun shopping together. Now, up next is Madeline Figueroa-Jones, editor of Plus Model Magazine, that's going to tell us the latest that's going with the magazine and in the Plus industry. Hi, Madeline. How are you? Good.
2: Hi, Shanice. How's everything going?
1: Good. Now, I know Plus Model Magazine has a lot going on. You just put out the press release with so many exciting things happening. I know. I've been so busy, and Plus Model Magazine is doing so well this year.
4: I'm really, really happy um, with the way that uh, the July issue was received. Um, Everyone really loved it, and we had some great congratulations um, from some of the top industry people to our, you know, fans and readers, which was really great. I got some really great feedback. Um, Sorry. But um, we're eagerly awaiting the August 1st um, launch of the Denim Issue. Our Denim Issue is always really great and fun. Um, This year we decided to give it a little bit of a twist with a little bit of edginess. Um, mm-hmm. Our cover model is Denise Bideau. She's beautiful. She's out from your area, from L.A. Yes.
5: Yes. And
4: um, she was absolutely fantastic on set. And um, we uh, collaborated with Inez Lewis, which is always fantastic to work with.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um,
4: and the team, you know, we had Kristen um, Turner. This was her first time working with Plus Model Magazine, and she did really well. She was yeah. a stylist on set along with uh, Rhea, who was mm-hmm. there as my eyes. And um, Gina Sabatino did hair and makeup for us. So it was so great to have her on set as well. Um, You know, she's a model and she does makeup and hair. And, you know, I thought it was really great that they just know each other so well and, you know, could kind of do that for each other. So that was really nice. Um, Along with um, the editorial and the cover, we have the House of Curves models. We also have the Young, Fat, and Fabulous bloggers. And we have the Fenema's unveiling of the new men's jewelry line. So we have a lot of exciting stuff for you. And in that men's jewelry line, there's a beautiful plus-size model in there. So it's going to be really, really sexy and really, really, really nice. Um, I also, with the press um, release, I also announced um, Rhea Norman is going to be moving over or has really moved over to a new position with us as the executive fashion editor for Plus Model Magazine. She's basically going to be in charge of the direction of the magazine in terms of fashion. Uh, um, you know, she's been with us, you know, for a number of years and it's just a natural progression of our, you know, relationship with her, you know, in a professional sense. So, you know, she's so just now just it's a, not West Coast, it's the uh, No, she's just the whole shebang. She's involved with the magazine from notes to bolts when it comes to fashion. So, um, it was fanta- it was such a great time for us to kind of come together to that point because Marie Dene, um the Kirby fashionista also joined um our staff and she's our fashion and style editor and mm-hmm. so she has a really great voice you know she has a great way of engaging her fans and her readers and the plus-size woman you know as mm-hmm. a whole so i'm so excited you know to have her on board and she's going to have her own column every month and she's going to be working very closely with ria so i'm really really excited about that as well um, we're also going to be making our next television appearance um, on August 4th. Now, I'm not able to tell you exactly what show and exactly what we're doing yet because we're kind of like on hold. But it's it's most likely going to be on August 4th. It's going to be airing. Um, we did the oh, take. So it's already been films. filmed. Already, it's already been filmed. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what they're putting on there. But you know, it, it looks like it's going to be a really, really great um, segment of a show. So And uh-huh. it's at night, so hopefully everyone will be able to watch it. Um, but it's a national show, we'll all be yeah. able to catch. Yep, everybody will be able to watch it. And so right. I'll be putting out the details on our blog, so if they join our Plus Model Magazine blog, um, I'll be putting out the details on that in our in our Facebook fan page once we get the okay to put it out there. And, um, you know, we're going to be having some great giveaways. You know, we have more swimsuits to give away. We, we're going to be giving away ten... Um, Lane Bryant right fit jeans also wow. throughout the month of August. Yes, um, so we have some great stuff coming up with the August issue. I'm really really excited. I'm so I feel so blessed to have so many great things happening for us, and you know I owe it all to the to the readers and the feedback and of course my
1: wonderful staff. Definitely. And an ongoing question I always get is how can you be a model for Plus Model Magazine?
0: So here's a
4: couple of of ways, Um, and I'm going to be really honest about it um, because there's just so many different ways that you can be involved with the magazine. Um, You know, to be on the cover and to be in an editorial, you just can't be an aspiring model. You know, you have to be someone that's going to engage that reader and that knows how to model and that has the pull to be able to have everyone kind of say, wow, I want to see her editorial or I want to see what's involved in this issue. So that's why the covers, you know, and a lot of girls are like, why do you always pick, you know, agency girls? They're not always agency girls or have been in the industry for 10 years or something. They're just, you know, the ones that can grasp and the ones that are at the moment, you know, doing what, you know, they have to do. And there's also only 12 issues a year. So right. I still have a list of models that I would love to work with, and I only have 12 covers. Right. So it's, you know, right. pretty difficult to, to choose, actually. Um, but inside the magazine I've been able to open up, you know, those doors for, um, you know, aspiring plus-size models and just plus-size models in general. You know, I'm doing a lot more um, editorials besides the main editorial. You know, and those are the <clears> – <throat> the women that are the models that are, you know, current that are out there that are testing, you know, that I can see, yes, you definitely can, you know, carry your own editorial or even come with someone else, you know, to do an editorial and I can put you with someone else and you can carry it. You know, that's how you're chosen. I'm also um I'm going to be doing a really great project for the Shape issue and I'm going to I'm going to be using um girls from the plus size industry directory for that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a huge shoot styled, hair, makeup, the whole thing, and I put it out to the plus size industry girls and I said, "Listen, you guys have to make sure that your profiles are updated." I need to know that if I ask you to come into the studio that I'm not going to have someone frozen on set. You know, I will definitely be there, and I will hold your hand, and I will help you, and I will, you know, do what I love to do, which is be on set and be your mommy through it. But I need you to do your homework, and I need you to practice in front of that mirror, you know, look at tears, you know, do those tests, you know, and update your portfolio so that I can see what you're doing and that you can carry, you know, at least a look on your
1: own and have that tear from Plus Model Magazine. So there's a lot of different ways. When you haven't um, done a photo shoot in a long time, you do get rusty when you have to practice your craft.
4: Yes, absolutely, absolutely, which is the same with everything, you know. If I don't speak Spanish for a long time, I'm, like, gagging throughout the whole entire time I'm on the phone with my grandmother. So everything, (laughs) you have to practice. (laughs) You have to keep it current, you know, and that's that's my best advice to aspiring models. But we have really great stuff coming from now until the end of the year for aspiring models and 18-plus models. I have another 18-plus editorial coming out this month. We have another one coming out the following month. So we have such really, really great inspiring for those plus-size women that are 18 and above. We got you. We definitely got you.
1: Well, all right. Thank you. There's a lot of great things going on with Plus Model Magazine. And yes. I think Plus Model Magazine is number one, but I could be biased. <laughs> but I think that we are number one. Thank so, you, these Thanks. <laughs> thank you, Maddie. Talk to Alrighty. you later. Have a good night. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. And if you haven't already, make sure you check out the latest issue of Plus Model Magazine by going to the website at www.plusmodelmagazine.com. And up next on the show is Lynx Garcia, also known as Super Size Spanish Fly, and she's from Queens, New York. She's an entertainer, personality, and an advocate who's speaking out against science discrimination whenever she can. She has hosted her own television show called Link's Lair and was co-host on EG Radio, and the show remained in the top three on iTunes for three years. And she's appeared in many publications, including The Source Magazine, where she is credited for digitalizing the plight of the Genesis. She was one of the main organizers and fundraisers of Hip Hop for Haiti and Blackbird Fly, which assists underprivileged girls to attend workshops and a cotillion ball to help prepare them for their life's journey. Her commitment to advocism, um messing up the word, <laughs> has garnered her multiple appearances on Hot 97 Street Soldiers with Fox 5 Lisa Evers. Links has been featured on... CTV, and on Telemundo's show, De Casa Dia, in a moving piece involving Link's weight loss and gain journey. If you tune in to 92.3 in New York, you might catch Superfly discussing current news and trends with Nick Cannon or announcing one of the songs for the Top 5 at 9 on the Rolling with Nick Cannon morning show, 6 to 10 a.m. She is one of the favorite callers. She is supersizing the game. Let's welcome Lynx to the show. Hi, how are you doing?
0: Hola, Shanice. How are you?
1: I'm good. Now, first, let me make sure I'm pronouncing everything correctly. So, is, is Lynx like more than one, or is it link?
0: No, it's Lynx, L-Y-N-X, like the cat, meow.
1: All right, so I'm getting <laughs> it correct. So, I'm so excited to have you on the show because we've been friends on the Internet for a while, but I really didn't know about you and all of the exciting things that you've been doing. So how did you get your start in the industry?
0: Well, first of all, let me thank you. I'm excited to be on the show as well. Um, you know, I've been following you, and I have to salute you right now before we get into me because, you know, what you guys are doing over that Plus model. Um, radio and magazine is, um, you know, it's crucial for the plus size, full figure, super size movement. It's crucial because <clears throat> the more acknowledgement that our outlets gain, the more acceptable we become in society. So I started way back, um, way before it was popular to be a BBW. Um, I started going to social events. For big beautiful women way back i'm talking 22 years ago there was a lady named nancy goddess and she started this small little group called large and lovely ladies and i had heard about it and i kept on hesitating to go because i saw her little ads in in like um the penny saver saying are you big and are uh, you large and lovely um are you looking for love well come let's talk about it you know and so i was shying away but that that it kept calling me. Then I was on the bus, and this woman, Nicole, may she rest in peace, she was staring at me. And automatically, I always had my guard up when people stared at me because they usually were sizing me up or getting ready to say something really stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I was staring at her, and she says, they would love you at these parties I go to. And I was like, huh? I didn't even know how to react because I was giving her dirty looks. And then I just said, thank you. She gave me the address, and I went to a party. And I just started being me, you know. I, I started, you know, I had always liked to rap since I was a child, and I started rapping with these two guys, um, Sedell and K Foot. And I, at first, it was just them they were rapping about loving big, beautiful women. This was twenty years ago, they weren't doing that, you know. It wasn't mainstream back then. It was, as a matter of fact, it was taboo. And the men who did come to the club were like kind of hiding. <laughs> They didn't want their, their pictures taken. They felt like it was this big, you know, almost as if someone's pointing the finger that you shouldn't be here. This is not normal, you know. And so that, in one side I was pleased by this, but in the other side I was angered because why does it have to be this way? And so I stepped out and tried to take my look and my sound mainstream, and the doors were just getting closed. And I, I wasn't just full-figured or plus size. I was super-sized. And at first people would look at me like, what are you even doing here? You know, for auditions or if I try to get into a show or try to try out to host for something. What are you doing here? They looked at me like I was crazy, like something was wrong with me. And then I noticed something else that I'd like to touch on. When I looked around, I saw lots of big, beautiful black women and lots mm-hmm. of big, beautiful white women. I was one of maybe two Latinas in yeah. these parties.
4: hmm
0: but growing so, up in, in my Latino family, I, I, I understood why, because, you know, it was very hard for me in my own community, mm-hmm. within my own tribe. I was always, you know, if I went to a party with my family, somebody, a stranger, would walk up to me. You shouldn't eat that. You should go on a diet. What well, do Latin women
1: celebrated curves?
0: Um, Curves. You can be curvy. Okay. You can but be curvy. But to a certain extent. But, yeah, there's, you know, it's just like, is there such a thing as too thin or too big, you know? And, and so I was always, wherever I went, I was always the biggest person there, always.
1: Well, so through your experiences of trying to pursue your career and there was a, a lack of opportunities for your size, is that what gave you the idea to create your own talk show and your own opportunities?
0: Yes, because I became frustrated as an artist in the underground um Circuit, um, You know, I was, I'd get on stage, people would laugh before I even started to spit, sing, or dance, or, or do what I do. And so I would always open up with this little spoken word piece that kind of shut everybody up, um, you know, where I'm kind of saying, you know, you're holding a grudge on me. You don't even know me. Don't judge me just because mm-hmm. of how I look. I am I was born to be alive just like every one of you. And then they kind of like, oh, snap. And, I, you know, I said it kind of fly. Um, so they couldn't resist, and then once I started rapping and singing, they're like, oh, snap, she really can, you know, rap and sing. Right.
1: So they already don't want to give you a chance to to experience your talent based on your outer appearance.
0: Just based on how I look, and so, mm-hmm. you know, and and it was really hard, and, and there's always there's always people on the front lines taking those first punches, you know, and I, you know, I try to go to the events, parties, and security would tell me I wasn't on the list or I couldn't come in the club, and then I'd see other people going through, but they wouldn't let me in. So all of this, it didn't diminish my drive. What it did was make me more determined, kind of like you're going to like me, whether you like it or not, and you're going to keep seeing me, and I'm going to keep doing it. So I'm with that mentality, well, I'll try anything, and I'll go for it. Because I can, it's my right.
1: So, um, I read that you were credited in reading your bio. You were credited in the Source magazine for digitalizing the plight of the Geno Six movement. Now, so, what exactly does that mean?
0: Okay, I had heard about the Genesis Six issue, which involved the the six boys, um, the racial tensions that they were facing um, at, at their school. And they found a noose hanging from a tree, and it was just terrible. I heard about it on 98.7 KISS. Mm-hmm. And then I went online because, you know, I was working for EG Radio, and I was a blogger, and I just found ev- everything I needed I found online. I came across maybe one little article about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-uh, something's wrong with this. People got to know what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. So I spoke to the guys who owned the radio station, which was... um. John Perez and Mike Jones, who brought me on the show. And I said, listen, I want to cover this. I want to create a petition online. I want to do all these things. And they were like, look, let's do it. This is wrong. We're with you. And so every day we watch the numbers rise and we watch people repost it and we watch it take a life of its own.
1: Mm. So basically you were a part of a popular forum and you were able to help get the word out through the Internet.
0: Yes. Well, you know, the Internet is, is another universe in itself.
1: Right, right.
0: And it's, it's better than any local outlet you may have. It's internationals worldwide.
1: Right, right. So besides being a humanitarian and you're involved with a, a lot of community things that I mentioned at the top, you also do workshops on self-esteem and body image alongside a friend. Um, tell us more about that. Who your friend is and the, the kind of workshops you two do together
0: Oh, okay <laughs> Well, um, my friend, my dear friend is Supernova Slam And he is referred to as hip-hop medicine man mm-hmm. And um, I have to tell you something, Shanice You know, I don't mind being supersized. sized
4: mm-hmm.
0: I don't It's 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 brought me some heartache but a lot of joy, too And um, it's like an old friend, you know, an old warm coat, this weight Mm -hmm. that I carry. And uh, I had the bypass. Mm -hmm. I was 600 pounds. I came down to 285. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then I went back up to 360.
1: Mm.
0: And it's just, if you don't get your mind right, nothing's going to work for you, you know. I was still compulsive. So... I met my friend Supernova Islam, and he never once did he impose his teachings, his beliefs, because he's a vegan, and he's a wellness coach, and he's a healer. Uh-huh. His his mother is Queen of Four, and so he was raised in this. He never once pushed it on me, but when I ran around his people, and I saw the most bright-eyed, glowing skin, beautiful hair people ever, all shapes and sizes too. So I asked, what is it that you, you know, what is it that everyone's doing? And he said, well, this is a lifestyle. It's not about weight loss or a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's just
1: a healthy lifestyle.
0: It's just a healthy lifestyle. So I adapted some of the principles. And, yes, I'm a a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. Oh, Um, really? Yes, I maintain my girly figure on (laughs) tofu, nuts, fruit, uh, you know, I like the grains, which is, why, which is my issue right now. I'm kind of going through a, a little transition where I'm trying to stay off those grains because they bulk you up too. You can, I mean, I'm maintaining this supersized weight as a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, so um, I learned a lot in being his friend and being around his mother and his circle. And what I learned more than anything was to forgive myself,
4: mm-hmm. to stop
0: punishing myself for not getting it right. And let's see that I'm getting emotional. Um, no, it's okay. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm an advocate. Yes, I, I, I fight against size discrimination because it's wrong to discriminate against somebody for any reason. It's just wrong. So, right. I, I'm that type. You know, I'm, I'm. I'm a Leo I'm fire. I like to fight. So, if you're gonna start something, they're gonna be something. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm. A, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get with y'all and I utilize the the internet, and I utilize all my platforms because that's what you're supposed to do. And, um, you know, I, I, but I want to be here longer. I want to feel better. I don't want my legs swelling up no more. I don't want to get out of breath going to the top of the stairs. I don't want to feel like any time is going to be my time when mm-hmm. I have a nine-year-old. I have things to do, things that I, dreams that I want to achieve. So, you know, I, I, I have all so, this confidence despite like that, that.
2: When you mm-hmm. say
1: things like that, do you ever get criticized? Criticized? Oh, yeah, others? I get
0: criticized. Like, well, how do you advocate against size something? but then you're trying to lose weight? Listen, um, I'm trying to be here longer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks about it. That, can no one look at me and say that I don't rep this to the fullest? The pun right. is intended, by the way. To the <laughs> fullest, I rep this because while I'm trying to get it right, I have the right to pursue my dreams. I have the right to live, love, and laugh and and try to get mine in this life. I may never get it right, Shanice. I may never get it right. I'm hopeful. I'm prayerful. I'm doing my work. I hope that I get it right. But in the meantime, I'm going to walk tall and proud because I'm big, brown, and beautiful. Shoot, I'm super-sized Spanish fly. can no one take that from me. And even if I got down to 200 pounds or, or 180, which would be crackhead status for me, um i still be supersized Spanish Fly because I supersize everything I do. It's not, it's not the size or the weight. It's what's inside of me. It's my spirit. It's the spirit that lives in me that's supersized.
1: So what advice would you give to a woman listening who thinks um, she can't do something and uh, her dreams are not achievable because of her size?
0: I would say to her that faith can move mountains. It's old cliche, but it's true. If you believe in yourself, if you believe in your talent and you believe what it is that you have to share with the world is worth something and is worth pursuing, there's no way you can fake that. There's no way you can fake that. So you step forward. You, all you got to do is make that first step. And you may get some doors closed in your face and you may be treated a certain way, but God don't send you what you can't take. And you will, and you have to be strong and you have to go against the grain. All great people who've made it have fought some kind of demon, some kind of battle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It only makes the victory that much sweeter. So I, so, say, I say just move forward and, 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 you know, realize your dreams. It's one life, one life. I just, from July 4th to now, I've lost six friends, six.
1: Why? Because of your weight loss?
0: No, I've lost six friends. You know, one was, you know, unfortunately he was taken out violently and unnaturally. Oh, Another one in a the car crash. Okay. So what I'm saying is, I've lost them. You know, they're gone. Okay. This is one chance you get here. Why go through each day wondering should I, shouldn't I, and letting something hold you back?
1: I totally agree. And despite, um, you know, society praising one type of beauty you've been able to accomplish some great things that are mainstream and i know we didn't have enough time to get into everything but if anybody is interested in keeping up with you and um anything you have coming up how do they keep up with you do you have a website or should they go to your facebook
0: they should go to my facebook which is supersize spanish fly and if you go anywhere you type up supersize spanish fly and you'll see me i'm the only one (laughs) So, and I do have a, a blog spot that I, that I shame on me, I'm going to spank myself. I haven't been updating because I've kind of been dealing with the losses. Um, It's called um, BBW, Beyond Blessed Woman at Blogspot. And BBW usually stands for Big Beautiful Woman, but I say I'm a beyond blessed woman because I'm still here after bypass, after gaining, after losing, after losing so many of my people, I'm still here. So I'm a blessed woman, and I have my child. And I got the love and support of my family and friends on Facebook. I got the people on the Internet. I love them all. They're always supportive. Every time I throw up a picture of me in the gym with my boxing gloves, I get 50 comments, you go, girl. And I got the few that say, why are you trying to lose weight for? <laughs> so, it's, you know, you get you can't have the love without the hate, and I accept that. Right, so if right. they want some of my insight and some of my energy and to find out when I'm going to be speaking with my friend Supernova Slime, we're going to be speaking about sex, love, and relationships at um, Blissful Elephants, um, Elegance Events, Ladies in the Meeting Room, August 7th. You just go to my page, Super Size Spanish Fly, or BBW Beyond Blessed Woman at blogspot.com. Oh, you're
1: going to be at the same event with Tiana.
0: Yes, I'm gonna be there with Tiana. Oh, that
1: was a coincidence. I didn't even put two and two together.
0: <laughs> well when I saw it I said, Wow Yeah, I'm gonna be at that event and well and, and you know, I'm not an I'm not an expert, but I'm a real woman and I've gone through things and I know what it is and what I'll probably be speaking on is, you know, how wellness plays into every aspect of your being. And we have a sexual being and so we have to be totally secure and confident. No matter how it hangs or signs or rolls and folds and stretch marks, we still got to love and we still got to receive it. So I, I speak on that with Supernova as well, and, and he goes through the whole um, list of natural things that can enhance performances. So, you know, it's very interesting stuff. So if people can make it to that, that'd be a, you know, some very useful information that your partner will enjoy. <laughs>
1: well, I'll, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, definitely I want to keep up with everything you got going on because I know you're an inspiration to many women. So thank you for coming on the show.
0: Thank you, Shanice. And I'd like to um, – can I say one little thing before yeah, I go? Yeah, go
1: ahead, go ahead.
0: Okay, um, I'd like to um, send my love to the entire Castellano family Um, My friend Chris Cass passed away on July 4th, and I I just wanted to say that they're not alone and that uh, I miss him too. And, uh, you know, he's hosting the All-White Affair up there in Paradise. So, you know, for everyone that's lost someone, keep your head up. Sanos' family, Betsy's family, all my people I've lost this month, you know, keep your head up. Love lives forever.
1: Yes, and that's a great note to end on. Love lives forever, and love for yourself too.
0: That's right. Self-love first and foremost. Well, thank you, Shanice, and I salute you. Keep doing what you're doing, and I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to push that survey of yours because it's important for us to know what's going on out with our community before we can deal with the issues. And Lord knows we got issues. Right. <laughs> we got issues. <laughs> Thank you, thank
1: you so much for being on the show.
0: All right, blessings, love, and life, sister.
1: You too. Bye-bye. And it was a pleasure talking with um, Lynx. She is an inspiration to many women and is a testament that you can do whatever you want to, regardless of your size. Um, Up next, would have been Sage to contribute, but um, during the show I got an email, Sage, saying that she was sick, so she wasn't going to be able to make it. So we're going straight into our um, last guest. Last, but definitely not least, is Tiana Smalls. And Tiana Smalls calls herself a relationship expert today, but it did not come easily. After ending a six-year relationship, Tiana began her career by reevaluating her past mistakes and triumphs. She used the closure that came with her relationship as inspiration in writing the book titled Girl, Get Your Mind Right. It was from there that her career unexpectedly took an upward turn. Tiana began writing a column for Gawker.com, a popular New York City-based blog and her column, Ask Tiana, received over 20,000 unique views daily during its run. Reaching internet celebrity status, Tiana's book saw a rapid increase in sales and her blog maintained a steady fan base of daily viewers. Tiana then went on to pursue developmental opportunities with television networks, hosting her own internet radio show, Talk That Ish, right here on blog, talk, radio, and was quoted in various publications, including the New York Post. In April of 2009, VH1 approached Kiana with an opportunity to turn years of hard work and past heartache into a position as relationship expert to Rwanda Chili Thomas. In Chili's new series, What Chili Wants, Tiana guided Chili on her journey to find true love in her life Post Girl Band TLC. What Chili really Wants was a hit for VH1, receiving over 1.3 million viewers per episode. And in June 2010, Tiana also received a book deal from HarperCollins Publishers. And her new book, Girl Get Your Mind Right, But Tell It Like It Is Advice Your Love Life Has Been Missing, will debut in December 2010. And let's welcome Tiana to the show. Hi, Tiana, are you there?
5: Yes, I'm here. How are you?
1: I'm good. So I'm so excited to have you on the show. I was was watching you on What Chili Wants, and you were very entertaining, I will say.
5: Oh, thank you so much.
1: Your career started as an author, and was writing a book something you always dreamed of, or was it after coming out of a bad relationship you felt you just had a life experience that could help others?
5: Well, you know, it wasn't a bad relationship, it was a pretty good relationship, it was just the breakup was pretty bad, but um, I've been writing since I was in third grade, so I always knew I was going to write a book, but I never thought it was going to be relationship-based. I thought I was going to be like the fiction writer, you know, because that's all I wrote when I was young was fiction, so I think definitely getting out of the relationship and dating some of these lame guys, I said, wow, it needs to be a book about this mess, so I started out as an independent writer, and it was just like, you know, you have to like, like so it was just like crazy, you know?
1: So you were looking for ways to promote your book, and you wrote into a blog. So was your first book self-published? And yeah, you... my first
5: book was self-published.
1: And so what did you write to the editor of the blog that you ended up writing for?
5: What, excuse me, how did I end up writing for the blog? Yeah. Well, what happened was, after I wrote that awesome email, they thought that I was very funny. So I guess the lady wanted to test my advice-giving skills. So she just wrote me an email and asked me, like, hey, uh, this is what's going on in my life. What do you think about that? And I just wrote her back like I would write anybody. And I was just using all kind of ironics and just going in, like, trying to help this girl. She published the letter. And it got like over like two hundred thousand viewers, like went crazy, like what? It was this girl, like oh my god, that's some good advice though. So then next thing you know, she said, you know what? Um, I have a job opening for advice columnist. If you want that job, you know, you can have it. And I went nine months without getting a paycheck. So when I heard pay, I said, hell yeah, I want it.
1: And so after your blog got so popular, then different opportunities came your way. How did the opportunity come about for What Chili Wants?
5: Well, um, I decided to, like, take a break from the entertainment business because, as you know, it's like a lot of politics involved. So I was like, you know, I'm not really interested in none of this anymore. No Let me just focus on my nonprofit work because I do a lot of nonprofit work or whatever like that. So I focused on that, and next thing you know, I got, like, a call, and it was like, you know, VH1 want to meet up with you. They, You know, they have somebody that thinks that you, they need your help, and I'm like – not, I was like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to do it. And then I, they told me, like, what kind of show it was. And I said, wow, that sounds good. But they never told me who the celebrity was. So at first I thought it was Christina Milian. And then after that, I found out it was truly. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course I'm going to do it. I watched Chilli growing up. That's like, it was crazy. It was like surreal, you know.
1: Well, why, didn't, why did you have to think about it, though? Why didn't you jump at the chance at a TV show?
5: Because I don't jump to just any opportunity that you have in your life. you got to realize as a business person is that you don't want to exhaust your brand and you also don't want to be made fun of. I mean, after doing Gawker and all different types of things, I've, you know, I've seen, you know, that how this business could do you. So I wasn't really interested, as I said before. Mm.
1: So the opportunity came and What Chili Wants was a hit and we all watched and we all loved the show I had the opportunity to uh interview Chili recently at the Essence Music Festival and okay. she me, and she told me that there will be a season two of the show. So are you gonna be on season two?
5: Oh yeah, so you know, if the cocktails, right? Yeah, of
1: course. <laughs> and through the popularity of the show, you got a book deal, and you have a new book coming out. Now, is this going to be your the book that you self publish? Is it going to be re-released, or is this all new content?
5: I mean, it's, it's basically all new content. It's just the same name, Girl, Get Your Mind Right, because we're starting the whole Girl, Get Your Mind Right revolution all over again. So, yeah, it's like it's all new material just with the same name. And um, it's my first, you know, big major book. It's going to go all across the world through the HarperCollins Publishers, and I'm excited. I'm excited to meet, you know, a lot of my supporters. I'm, to, you know, I'm excited to meet some women that need to get their mind right. I mean, every day on Twitter, I have like almost 12,000 Twitter friends. We discuss these love issues, and a lot of women need my help, and I'm loving it. If I could be your inspiration, your coach, I love it, and I appreciate it. And I'm learning as well, just because I write about love and relationships don't mean that I know everything. I'm I'm learning and growing every day in my own relationship. So, it's you know, it's a, I'm, I'm living a beautiful life right now. Mm.
1: And speaking of love and relationships, you're going to be a part of meeting in the ladies' room. Let's talk about sex, love, and relationships. Let's oh, you know, you know, I'm going in. That
5: is the event of the year, honey. August 7th, yes. And it's going to be at Event Swaps in New York City. So if you guys are listening and you're in the area, come really see me talk my ish, my love ish because I really go in and I'm ready to, you know, represent for the ladies. I mean, I saw the special with Steve Harvey and Sherry Shepherd and my boy Jimmy Israel, but now I just think um, it's time for some real talk, and I think this event is going to do just that.
1: And I have an audience of a lot of plus-size ladies. When you give out advice, do you give different advice, maybe to a full-figure girl, or you think the same? No, advice?
5: I don't know. There's Everybody. no... No, no, I don't divide plus size advice for regular size because there's no division. It's either it's you're a woman, you're a woman. It don't matter if you've got a little extra weight on you. It don't matter if you've got a lot of extra weight on you. You're a woman, you're a woman. So I don't give different advice to plus size women. But the thing is is that I make sure I motivate my plus size women or anybody that's like uh, over size 12 and up. I like to let them know, like, you're still sexy, you're doing your thing, and that's why I'm working on my plus size, well, over 12, 10, 10 and up, You know, lingerie line, you know, because, like, it's for all the sexy, tasty women out there. Because a lot of women that are, like, you know, my size or bigger, 12 and up, they go crazy. They think they're, like, so fat and so disgusting, and they're not. They think they, or they want to be sexy, and they just can't find the right thing. The panties and the bras don't match, or the bras got, like, that grandma lace. We're, like, bringing sexy back for anybody that's, like, 10 and up, the size 10 and up, you know what I mean, that got double D's, E's, G's, S, and can't find what they're looking for, so, I mean, I'm really into this, you know, I'm really there for my thick girls, my big girls, whatever, and it's time to just let's make these moves, and let's get the same respect, you know, that everybody else gets, you know what I mean?
1: and I know you have confidence because I saw you in every gossip blog and your bathing suit pile, giving giving it to them. I mean, you know what's so funny? Like,
5: I never had a problem, like, with my weight or anything like that. Like, I'm 5'2", first of all. A lot of people think I'm this 6-foot woman. Don't look at TV and think you know somebody's body. That's number one. That's the problem with most people, you know what I mean? I can fit 12 or 14, and I can fit a 1X. People think I'm just this big, huge humongous girl, but I'm not no bigger than anybody else in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? I just got bigger breasts, but you know what I mean? Like my breast is bigger than everybody else. But it's girl in Brooklyn they got way bigger butts than me, way thicker on the bottom than me. My top is much bigger than most people. But I you know it it kills me how like ever since I've been on T V it's like I'm branded as like this huge, big girl, like, I be cracking up, because I wear my Ashley Stewart shirt as dresses, so if I'm that big, I can't obviously make that into a dress, you know what I mean? But right. it's all good, you know what I mean, because it's my thick women well, or my big women standards,
1: Hollywood, you Yeah, know. Hollywood
5: standards, I'm like the fattest. I mean, if you if you stand next to Chili, first of all, anybody stand next to Chili, you're going to look like a fat girl, so I'm just going to let you know that. Chili is very small, so you're going to look very tall. I'm 5'2", she's 5 feet, so... I mean, it just cracks me up, but whether they want to call it fat or whether they want to call it thick, the reality of it is fly is fly. I know skinny girls that's not fly, and I know fat girls that's not fly. So if you're fly, let's go. And I'm not going to be afraid to show my breasts. I'm not going to be afraid to show my thighs in a bathing suit because you saw my man was hugging me up. He likes it, so I don't dress for other women. You know what I mean?
1: Right, 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 I hear that. I hear that, well, I know that the ladies in uh meeting in the ladies room is going to be very exciting. just hearing you talk right now, you're gonna really be having some oh,
5: I'm gonna bring it, girlfriend you go- you you see it. if you're there, I am going to bring it, and I'm I really appreciate you having me on your show, and I want all your listeners to know they can follow me on Twitter because we goes in honey, and it's twitter.com slash Tiana, T-I-O-N-N-A, small. So I appreciate the love.
1: Yeah, and do you have anything else coming up? Because I saw on Twitter that you were coming to L.A. soon or no? I'm coming to L.A.
5: eventually. I mean, I'm coming out there because I need to come out there for business anyway. So I'll be in L.A. I mean, like I said, when you follow me up to you, you'll know my whole schedule because I put everything out there. But besides the book, the lingerie line, I'm working on my mentorship program and, um, you know, Talk Fetish Entertainment is my entertainment company I've owned for three years. We're finally opening up our book publishing department, which is going to be major. I mean, we make major moves over here. So it didn't start with what truly wants, as most people would like to believe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. I've been doing my
5: thing for quite a while now, and I just thank God for the many blessings, you know?
1: Definitely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And what's your official website where we can keep up with you besides Twitter?
5: Oh, yes, com, T-I-O-N-N-A, com.
1: Well, thanks again for being on the show. It was a pleasure talking to you and continued success in everything that you do.
5: Okay, thank you so much. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. And thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next time, and we'll have more Plus Industry Professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at www.plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.